Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Enterprise Architecture Radio. If you're thinking about organizational complexity and agility, if you're concerned about operational efficiencies and thinking of taking it to the next level, if managing innovation is one of your priorities, you've come to the right place. On this podcast, we talk about all of that and more. It's a jungle out there, and we'll attempt to navigate this jungle of frameworks, methods, and most importantly, enterprise architecture in practice. Today, I wanted to talk about problem solving. And one of the frameworks that I've used very effectively in the past is design thinking. So I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about design thinking and why design thinking is an effective method. To give you a quick introduction of design thinking, it's not a new concept. It's in fact been around since the 1950s and the 1960s when people wanted to use a scientific method of solving a particular problem. And they've even found it effective then. But it wasn't very popular then. It actually started becoming more popular after Tim Brown, who is the CEO of the design company called IDEO, wrote an article about design thinking. So what is design thinking really? So design thinking is a framework of solving problems. And there are five phases in this framework. The first phase is empathize. And this is a very important phase. Empathize because we need to truly understand the problem that the people are facing and even feel what they are feeling. Unless we truly empathize with them, we'll not be able to give it sufficient importance. So empathize. And then the second phase is define. Here we define the problem. We try to understand what the problem is and we clearly articulate the problem. There are times when we try to get into solutioning a little bit too quick. So there's a complete phase dedicated to just understanding and articulating the problem. And this definition of the problem phase, it's very important that we have the involvement of the people who are actually facing the problem. So the first time I encountered design thinking was a design thinking workshop when I was working with Invesco, which was my previous company. It's a financial services company. At that point in time, Invesco did not really have a presence in India. And um, it was later when they merged with or acquired Relegare and then, and then so on. But the problem that we were trying to solve was turnaround times uh, for the infrastructure services team, for example. And there were a couple of problems that we were trying to solve. But the one that I particularly remember was the turnaround times for the infrastructure services team. And I was not a part of the infrastructure services team. Then I had absolutely no clue what infrastructure services are, really. I had never really seen the inside of a data center back then. But I was representing the customer in that workshop. So it was a design thinking workshop where I was the voice of customer. And interestingly, they had mixed design thinking along with with lean processes, right? They, They were trying to identify activities which were really not value adding and still taking time. So long story short, I was the voice of customer. So good design thinking workshops will always include people who are facing the problem, the customer, the user, etc. And then we have the third phase, which is ideate. And this is the most interesting, most fascinating stage in the entire design thinking workshop because, because you go crazy uh, in this phase. None of the No ideas are bad ideas. Every single idea, no matter how wacky or crazy it might sound, is a good idea, is what we think in the beginning. Of course, we are going to shortlist the ideas. We're going to try to find 
all the problems and the challenges in in each of those ideas and all that but when we are ideating when we are in the first stage of ideation and by the way there are two stages within the ideation phase the first phase is just come up with wacky and crazy ideas all kinds of ideas right anything that comes to mind you break the room down into four different teams and then everyone is given charts and post it notes now post it notes are given with a very specific reason okay it's very very intentional post it notes are supposed to be small so the fact that they are small means that you will have to articulate your ideas into a small post it note because if you're not being able to articulate the idea in a small post it note it potentially means that you're trying to explain too much which has the risk of you trying to get into solutioning already right so don't try to justify your idea or explain your idea or try to put a solution around it just you know write down your idea on a small post it note and you know stick it on the chart so everybody first writes down their ideas no matter how crazy or wacky they are it's okay because at this point in time we're not judging each other based on whether it makes sense or not we're just writing all the ideas down and then sticking on to the chart and then uh, once that phase is over and this is all time boxed right once those 15 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever is over everybody is given you know 5 minutes or so to explain their ideas and then everybody within the team puts stars or dots or whatever depending upon where how much they like the idea or or not on the idea right on the post it note so higher star or higher dot ideas are chosen for explanations later and so on so it's a short listing method and then the entire chart is passed around within the four teams and then everybody looks at the ideas and puts their stars and dots etc etc and then short listing is done and then everybody tries to explain their idea and why it should be chosen and then everybody challenges that idea and so on and so forth and then and then we choose a small set of ideas so so that is the ideation process the third phase of design thinking workshop is the prototyping phase so once you've shortlisted all the ideas you start prototyping and prototyping doesn't mean real prototyping but it means that within the classroom or within the you know workshop the small set of chosen ideas are taken and then every team builds their own prototype either you have one idea per team and then everybody prototypes it on paper as to how they are going to implement that idea you know visually and everybody tries to look at the different challenges and constraints that they are going to have to adhere to and then based on that a prototyping is done there itself it's possible that some of the ideas might get cancelled you know because when you're building the prototype you get to see so many problems that your idea might have and then finally one idea or two ideas are chosen and then they are implemented in all probability only one idea is chosen depending upon you know what it is that you're trying to do and then you implement and test it so that is design thinking and it is usually done in a workshop now there are many many benefits of design thinking the most interesting benefit is that there is creativity you know creativity is completely unleashed because there's a group of people that sit around in a workshop and do nothing but try to come up with innovative ideas about how we can fix the problem and it could be something as simple as turnaround times for our infrastructure services team you know improving turnaround times or it could be something more complex like changing the culture of an organization so that everybody becomes innovative and these are the two uh, ideation workshops or design thinking workshops that i was a part of the first one was the uh, turnaround times of infrastructure services team the second one was uh, i had joined the strategy and innovation team and this is also in my previous organization and and we were brainstorming as to you know why the organization is not so innovative and there were so many reasons that people gave and then they said okay let's have a proper design thinking workshop as to how we can change the culture of the organization so that 
you know innovation is encouraged and uh, and people be, become more courageous when it comes to coming up with innovative ideas or implementations or what have you so that was another very very interesting uh, ideation workshop that happened in Houston i had to travel to Houston for that workshop and and there was a considerable amount of investment that the organization had done to to run that design thinking workshop right so so creativity is completely unleashed right you're sitting there you're doing nothing else but just coming up with ideas and and there is no taboo you know there's no nobody's judging you for coming up with wacky ideas you are in fact encouraged to come up with the wackiest craziest ideas that you can ultimately of course they'll be shot down but what happens is when you're doing this some ideas well sometimes out of those crazy ideas some of these actually make sense you know like there's a classic example that you know people give when it comes to design thinking workshops that there's this uh, restaurant and they had chefs and all and the chefs morales were going down because they had to cook the same food every day and 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 people were getting bored and their general you know morale was going down and so during the design thinking workshop someone someone came up with the idea that let's change the uniforms that the the chefs are wearing you know and it was like a professional chef uniform which basically imbibed pride in each of the workers uh, which improved the morale of course it was the only solution and there it was a part of a suite of solutions but my point is sometimes you do find some very very interesting ideas within the crazy idea mix that makes sense but more often what happens is among these crazy ideas or rather out of these crazy ideas you will find a subsidiary idea or a or an idea that is related to that particular crazy idea or a part of that idea which makes sense so everything might not make sense but it definitely adds value so creativity is completely unleashed that is one of the biggest benefits of design thinking another big benefit of design thinking is that collaboration improves quite a bit because there's a group of people who are sitting in the room and they're talking and they're chatting and suddenly all the inhibitions are removed because you are encouraged to come up with the craziest idea so everybody now starts talking and it's a lot it's a very fun activity because everybody's laughing and everybody's you know you know having fun so so suddenly collaboration improves and this is i'm not talking about just the design thinking workshop people who are engaged in this workshop will continue to collaborate after the workshop as well because now they are sort of in friendlier terms if you know what i mean so so collaboration improves and and everybody's point of view is heard considering that the the definition phase of design thinking also includes the voice of customer or the users or the user of the end solution they get heard and this improves the user satisfaction because they first of all they feel that they were able to voice their concern and that somebody was listening but more importantly the solution is designed around the the problem which was defined by the customer or be defined by the end user so there is much greater end user satisfaction when you're doing design thinking workshops and and finally competitive advantage it is statistically now known that organizations that are using design thinking as a method of problem solving are more innovative are more creative are more Uh, cutting edge and that is why i have much better competitive advantage so there are many many benefits of design thinking as a problem solving framework but it's not without its challenges right it's not very easy to do design thinking workshops simply because first of all it is resource intensive it is a little expensive we'll have to you know in all probability get a consultant who can run the workshop for you second of all 
all the people who are going to be engaged in the design thinking workshop need to be there physically in a room in all probability now i've heard some people also do virtual design thinking workshops but it's really really very effective if you're all in the same room right and if you're all talking and if you're all and there are charts and there are post it notes and it's a fun activity that needs to be a fun activity to be effective so it's a little bit expensive especially if you're a global team and if you're spread across the world and everybody needs to get into so there is a travel and there is amount of time spent and all of that so it's, it gets a little expensive other than that the the people who are engaged in the workshop also need to be diverse diverse from the kind of work that they do you know whether it's gender race you know their background their ethnicity or the kind of work that they do their educational qualification etc etc you know all these things need to be diverse it is effective only when the people who are engaged in the workshop are diverse and um, and bring in fresh ideas you know because of their diversity in experience or diversity in upbringing or diversity in what have you nationality or what have you Uh, it becomes more effective because all kinds of ideas start coming in and that's the whole point of design thinking and that's why sometimes that becomes a challenge because if you're not a diverse team right if the same people who are usually making decisions about solving problems are engaged in the design thinking workshop there will be no different outcome right they'll make the same decisions they'll agree to each other and you know things will just get done the same way that they are done without a design thinking workshop so it's very important that the people who are engaged in the design thinking activity need to be diverse so there are some some challenges with the design thinking workshop as well but but if you overcome these challenges right if we keep an open mind if we are willing to spend some amount of time and money and resources and 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 engage everyone into the workshop and go in with an open heart then it is a fantastic way of solving problems and i think uh, design thinking is not used enough in the industry today it's a beautiful way of solving problems and um, improves collaboration improves friendship you know when i in my 23 24 years of experience in the industry i have realized one thing that problems don't get solved with technology or with with innovative people or you know with whatever problems get solved through collaboration if you are friends with the people that you work with if you enjoy the work that you are doing then things get done much better much faster much more efficiently much more effectively you know and people who enjoy their work most grow the best in their career is what i've seen throughout my life so that's my episode let me know if you would like me to cover some topic i'd be glad to once more i would like to remind you that Enterprise Architecture Radio is less a podcast and more a collaboration platform. I have created this podcast with the intent to bring the enterprise architecture community and and not just enterprise architecture anybody in the IT field or in the business of technology and 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 so on. They all get together and start talking to each other and start learning from each other and start guiding each other and you know and and start conversations that are fun and interesting. and that's the whole point of enterprise architecture radio so i hope you are enjoying this podcast and i hope that you have fun that's all i have for you today folks i hope you enjoy the show more about organizational agility innovation and enterprise architecture in the practical world in the business right here on the show but before i end the show i want you to help me out with this one little thing pause the show and share this podcast via whatsapp or text message with at least one person who might be interested in the show 
It could be anyone, your colleague, your boss, someone in your team. That's all I ask. Just one share with one message via text or WhatsApp or any social media of your choice. And it would go a long way in supporting this podcast and growing this listener base. Also, please don't forget to follow the podcast. That way, you'll get notified when we publish a new episode. If you want to find out more about us, you can find us at enterprisearchitectureradio.com. If you have ideas, thoughts, disagreements, please feel free to write to me directly. Uh, we also have a Telegram group if you would like to contribute to the EA discussions or what have you. Just search for Enterprise Architecture Radio on Telegram. Or the URL to join the group is https colon slash t.me slash enterprise architecture radio. While our contact details are there in the show notes, we are very easy to find. Just search for Enterprise Architecture Radio anywhere. Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, even Discord. Once again, I hope you had fun and I'll see you in the next one.